Election 2020 update with two weeks away from the Electoral College voting. What is now happening in the states of Pennsylvania, Georgia, Wisconsin, Michigan, Arizona, and Nevada that the mainstream media is not telling you? Also, do you know your constitutional rights prohibiting government from locking you down, banning your travel, and forcing Americans to wear a face mask? I will break it all down for you. During Thanksgiving, did you stab a loved one over leftovers? Well, you're not alone. I got the stories for you. Also, what is the Merriman-Webster word of the year for 2020? And what McDonald's menu item will be given out for free tomorrow? (sighs) Don't do it. Locally, what locally owned services are now available to you at discounted prices? Casey Bryan of local Clarksville, she'll fill you in. And is the traffic problem in Clarksville finally about to go away? No. City Councilman Richard Garrett of Ward 1, he's got updates that you need to know. So all of this and so much more will get covered today on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Woo! wonder what it's like on the ground in Afghanistan. He's been there serving our country and defending Lady Liberty. Absolutely. It's the Joe Padula Show, Clarksville's Conversation. <laughs> How's it going? It's good to see you. Hopefully you enjoyed your vacay. Or if you had one. Depends. Depends. But hey, my name's Joe, Joe Padula, host of the show, and this former 2nd Brigade Combat Team Strike Soldier, 101st Airborne Division Air Assault, is ready. I'm ready for some real talk. I'm ready for some real facts. I am ready for some real opinions. And I am definitely ready to party with a purpose. Absolutely. Woo! Let's see who we're partying with today. Boom! What's up, eh? How's it going? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's good to be back. Mm-hmm. I was in Jersey. Yeah, burn. Uh, kind of. Kind of. Kind of, because uh, it, it was great to see my family. Mm-hmm. I, I missed watching British television shows that are in captioned with, with my mother. Mm-hmm. I missed that. I never understood that, why they watch with the captions on the Especially if it's an English show. <laughs> but it was good. It was good. Casey Bryan, local Clarksville, what's up? Yo. Yo. Uh, did you go out anywhere for Thanksgiving? No. You'd have been, stayed home. You should have seen me traveling. <laughs> you should have seen me on the plane. Mm-hmm. Section 8, United Airlines, exemption of face mask policy, while eating and drinking. So you ate and drank the whole entire time. Yes, ma'am. Can I get... uh, And I brought my big army bag with me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Can I get a... uh, You know, everyone's looking at me like, I'm so jealous. (laughs) I'm just sipping my coffee and water. I got my... And I'm reading my constitution. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) Nobody was messing with me. Uh, the, the flight attendant, she kept on walking over. Thank you for your service. Uh, no, thank you for yours, ma'am. Can I get another coffee? Thank you. <laughs> Bring that coffee You'd right be over. Bouncing off the walls by the time you land. <laughs> City Councilman Richard Garrett. What's happening? You should have seen the leak mm-hmm. that I had to take when the plane landed. I can only imagine. And I refused to use the bathrooms in the airplanes. Too small. Too small. Gotta have room to stretch out. I dropped something in there one time of value. <laughs> Telephone, man. No, it wasn't a telephone. It was one of those iPads. The 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 the. Oh, the touch. The i yeah. iPad. Yeah. Touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That was it. <laughs> that was Just it. Roll for that touch. Man. John and David say hi. What's up, John and David? How's it going? David is saying hi from Louisiana. Louisiana. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, thanks for that great purchase you guys made down there. Fantastic. <laughs> I mean, what a, what a maneuver. What a maneuver. <laughs> But uh, yes, hey, uh, thanks for checking us out. We got a lot to go over here today. And uh, yeah, so let's get right into it. Do you know your constitutional rights? I'm talking about the ones prohibiting government from locking you down, banning your travel, and forcing Americans to wear a face mask. I will break it all down for you Barney style right now here on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Make sure to subscribe, hit the notification bell, click like, leave your comments. I know it sounds like a lot to do, but it makes a difference because we like to get shadow banned on Facebook for reporting facts. All right. I hear you. I, I, I get it how it works, all right? I understand everyone's tired. Everyone's, and I saw this in Jersey. I really did. Big, big time in Jersey, I saw this. Because everyone's out there. They're all depressed. I'm talking to my friends. They're like, I, I can't do this lockdown anymore. I, I can't. I, I, I see people. They're driving in cars. And good for you. If you, if you want to wear a mask, so be it. See people that, that were invited to Thanksgiving dinner, and, and, and no, we, we can't go because we're in New York, and we, uh, we, uh, we're going to get quarantined if we go there. I mean, it, it sounds ridiculous. I get it why people are in fear. Well, they read the media and the mainstream media all the time. They watch in fear. But constitutionally, I did a lot of reading on this, a lot of studying on this. Lockdowns. A federal judge rescinded the uh, Pennsylvania governor's uh, Tom Wolf's shutdown orders, restricting gatherings, forcing non-essential business closures, and directing citizens to stay home to combat COVID-19. Sounds familiar, right? Well, the U.S. District Judge, William Stickman. What a name, Stickman. Well, he determined that the measures violated the right of assembly enshrined in the First Amendment. He noted that the governor's hypocrisy in severely limiting indoor and outdoor fairs, festivals, concerts, and gatherings, and condemning a small anti-lockdown protest of small businesses uh, that the owners were all doing. Well, because the governor himself was marching in, in, in the summertime there for the BLM protests. But the governor of Pennsylvania, and it replaced Pennsylvania with any state, in this great union of ours. So he said, uh, Stickman, Judge Stickman, said that uh, the governor's extreme and open-ended power grab designated including non-essential businesses, which I love how they come up with what is a non-essential business. I, I would love to be in that meeting. Okay? Oh, sorry, Mama Pop Shop, you're not essential. Walmart, open your doors. <laughs> Well, the non-essential businesses uh, undermined due process protections against arbitrary government action. In the United States constitutional law, a due process, that's a due process clause, is found in both the 5th and 14th Amendment to the United States Constitution, which prohibits arbitrary denial of life, liberty, or property by the government. I did a lot of reading on this plane. <laughs> a business has to be in violation of something and not just told to close their doors, according to the Constitution. Moreover, 
Judge uh, Stickman. He also ruled that Pennsylvania's, again, replaced the word Pennsylvania with any state here in America. Stickman ruled that Pennsylvania's stay-at-home stay order, this, uh, this, I mean, have we never seen anything like it before with the stay-at-home order? Anywhere. But it is in violation of the 14th Amendment's due process rights to travel freely within the United States with association and privacy. Again, another violation of our constitutional rights. A lot of people put the uniforms on, okay, to protect. And also, like Americans all across this country, let's go to Colorado for a second where this story's coming out. Where Colorado, they've been... uh, well, they've been threatened with civil and criminal penalties for failure to wear a mask in public. Okay, we've all seen this one, right? In public and businesses are coerced by the governor into enforcing their face mask. Again, replace Colorado, any state. Enforcing their face mask orders with zero input from voters or their elected representatives. Last week, Governor Polis unilaterally extended the mask mandate by another 30 days. All this sounds familiar, right? Mandate extensions? Well, the Constitution expressly prohibits the delegation by the legislator of lawmaking authority to said governors. Courts, well, they may have limited exceptions for emergency situations, but now nine months into this emergency... With governors and mayors who, on their own, extend their superpowers every 30 days. Legislation makes laws, not governors. People like city councilmen, people like your state representatives, they introduce laws and vote on it representing the people. Governors do not make law. It's unconstitutional. Even here in Tennessee, parents in Tennessee are now suing to free their children from the face mask mandates in their tax-paid schools. Minnesotans have filed multiple lawsuits against their governor, Governor Tim Waltz. It's, quote, it's not, to place, it's not the place of government to impose those requirements on us when there is no lawful authority to do so. Yeah, so... Just got to know your rights. It's, it's, thank God we got this Constitution. It's such a beautiful document. I don't think people understand. It is not... The Constitution's designed for you, the people, to keep government off your back. And we should never have a situation where the government enforces businesses, like restaurants, name the businesses that, that you remember had to close their doors or restrict their hours. Based on nothing, just an order. Telling us where we can and cannot go travel. Thanksgiving. These, these Zoom calls I had to do with family members. And my family members, they talk more than me. Imagine trying to have a Zoom phone call with them. Yeah, they can't tell us that we can't travel. Or how many people we can go see when we do travel. Eight person. Come on. Do you know how many tickets were given out in Nashville for violating of eight-person policy? Zero. Do you know why? Because it's not legal. It's, you're being lied to. I don't mean to yell. Sorry. There's a lot of coffee on that plane ride. Yeah. 
And I'll tell you, you force it, doing so, unconstitutional. You know how many uh, here in Clarksville, Tennessee? Booming, Montgomery County, all right? Next census, you'll see 250,000 people. Do you know how many people have been cited for a face mask violation? Zero. Why? Because we know what a mandate is and we know what a law is passed by people that we elected to represent us. Yeah, we need to stand up for our rights or the government will continue to take them away. That, that, it's, it's all about power. It's all about power. All right, all right. Let me get off my soapbox here. Freaking. Casey Bryant. Yo. What, you wanted to get a lot off your chest today. What, no, what? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think what frustrates me, too, on top of all this, is that it's not just the government that is put, making us feel bad or putting these pressures on us. It's our peers, like people that we love and people that we care and people that we do business with. We're trying to stand up for our constitutional rights, and they make us feel bad or did, feel guilty. You know, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, over Thanksgiving, did you meet with any family members that uh, that maybe you had an argument with or a conversation with? Yeah, I mean, conversations. There are people in my family that don't believe what I believe. Right. But it's I respect that for them. I think that's, like, the, the hardest part is that it's not two-way. I respect them. You want to wear a mask? That's great. Wear a mask. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to call you dumb. None of that. I'm not going to call you names. But, Anything that they but believe But are they going to guilt you? They Yes, it is definitely one-sided. Uh, city I councilman. Get, uh, go on. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I don't, I, I don't wear a mask, and I get looked at, and people, it just it feels awful. And you're doing something. You're standing up for something. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Now, now City Councilman, R- Richard Riesengard, I'm glad you're here today, brother. Sorry to start off so hot and heavy. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, I, this, this recent Thanksgiving, did you, have to, uh, did, did you have to cancel family or anything? Do, do you usually have a big family gathering? It varies from year to year. I mean, this year we, we did have plans on my wife's family kind of coming in. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just due to the... The spike in the numbers, a lot of them opted to, you know, stay in their respective uh, cities and states. Right. And so, you know, we had to adapt and overcome. Now, people's choice, I got no problem with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's when, 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 when governments, they, like, like take California, all right? Uh, uh, if you, uh, or New York. Remember, uh, if you go to this state or this state, when you come back, you have to get quarantined for 14 days. You are now, again, governor restricting an amendment in the Constitution, a constitutional right of free travel. It's, it's just crazy. Now, Bay. Yes. Uh, with the death rate of uh, 99 point, uh, the survival rate of 99.7%, okay, overall, the emergency that these, that these powers that be keep extending <laughs> Like, I look at the deaths. I get it. You get sick. I think I even had it. The survival rate of this is just not... Emer- it, it's not even the... One, two, three... Yeah, 99.7% survival rate. How... how <laughs> what has it got to be that it's not a, an emergency anymore? 99.8% survival rate? I don't know. <laughs> 
like Richard, do you, I mean, do, do you know what I mean here? I, what I is mean, it? What I does see, it take? I see it from a, a lot of different sides. Actually, I bet. Just before coming here to be on the show, yeah. I attended Judge Grimes' funeral. Right, right. And so, you know, it's not just a number to somebody. That's a, a judge for our community. That's, you know, a father. You know, that's a husband to somebody. Who recently that, passed through the complications yeah. of COVID. Right. And so, you know, what this, this whole scenario kind of reminds me of a biblical principle of, there's things that biblically Christians are allowed to do, but do they edify the body? Do they cause other people to sin and fall short, such as alcohol? For instance, we know we often joke about it in, in, the, in the Christian culture. Jesus' oh, yeah. first miracle was turning water into wine. Thank God. So it can't necessarily, it's not that you shouldn't drink wine, it's to do it in moderation. But if, you, if you're around somebody that you know has a, a problem with alcohol, uh-huh. you're not going to sip in front of them. Because that may cause them to relapse. Depends. So, that person has a right to sip in front of anyone. They, they do, but it's going back to the, it's not about rights. So there's a difference between what's legal and then what's looking out for somebody's spiritual well-being. Agreed. So Agreed. having empathy with them is taking it that extra level. Yeah. You know, and so I think when you take it from that approach, understanding that some people th- through their own experiences with COVID, take it a lot more serious and when it comes to you know wearing masks when you're around them out of a courtesy to me you you wear a mask around them right that's not the issue the issue is enforcement right right that's the issue courtesy absolutely i i I go see uh, someone who has a a health condition okay and they want me to wear a mask if i'm gonna go hey you don't absolutely too easy but if I am being told that you have to by law or else you'll get arrested, well, I'm just going to go to a, an amazing document that says, no, you can't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You people forgot. You got this whole beautiful thing that says to government, no, you can't. That's the Constitution in a nutshell. It's to government, not to the people. Yeah. It's written about and to the government, no, you can't. Here, here's what you can. Here's what you can't. But I, I agree with Richard. I mean, yeah. ha- have some courtesy. Yeah. Some have some courtesy. courtesy. You know, th- like, don't cough on people. Right. Yeah. Wash your hands. And I- it is, it is serious for certain people. And I think. Agree. I, I, I think that that's another misconception is that people feel like if you're, you have to rearrange your whole life just to. Um, you know, please, I guess, or keep that, I don't know what I'm trying to say, that certain group um, protected. But that's not the issue that we're dealing with. The issue is that they're, everybody is rearranging their whole life for even like kids who have a very, very low death rate. You get what I'm saying? It's, like, it's crazy with the school stuff. Yeah. It, it's crazy. Protect those that are, if if you feel like you are, are, um, scared of it or, or want to avoid it, then you do things for your life to protect you from situations that put you in harm's way. Look um, what's happening with these lockdowns, okay? The suicide numbers. Okay, you got more kids that died from suicides, okay, th- th- than kids that died from COVID, for crying out loud. I mean, the numbers are all there. Uh, it, it, it's beyond that, too, the depressingness. I'm watching, I, I, I'm walking around in Jersey, Walking outside, okay, you know, no mask, uh, fresh air, 
I, I can't do the masks. All right? You know, veteran stuff, PTSD stuff, I, I don't even want to get into it. I don't do the masks. All right? To be honest with you, you can't even ask me about why can't you wear a mask? What's your health issue? HIPAA laws. You can't ask me. Sorry. But anyway, I'm watching these kids. These kids that are, are just hidden and covering. And what are they seeing? They're seeing fear. They're seeing people covered. They look so depressed. And they got some backwards laws out there, too. So they only allow outdoor dining. So this one Italian restaurant, they got outdoor seating. Regazzi's, fantastic, great food. The linguine with white clam sauce. Oh, my God. To die for. Well, so outdoor seatings, it's freaking cold over there. It's like here now. Come home, there's snow for crying out loud, Richard. What the Go hell? figure. What the hell? <laughs> so, but nonetheless, their outdoor dining facility is enclosed with this tent with these walls on it. I go, what are you talking about? That's now inside. The inconsistencies. <laughs> like, and the ventilation in that tent with the friggin' panels on it mm-hmm. is even worse than the inside. People are done. People are fed up. Stop trying to push. Stop trying to gain power and control. The mandates. Hey, here's what you want to do. You want to make people happy? You know, uh, Mayor Dirt, I love you, brother. You, you know, we go, we go way back. 2014, woo, it's not that way back, but, but anyway, why don't you get it passed as a law if you want to make people wear face masks instead of just signing orders, extending, 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 because people are pissed off because they didn't vote for this. It's just, you're saying, here, do it. Put it on the books. Let us deal with our representatives that we elect on this situation. Small solution to maybe calm people's nerves. How do you think of a vote would go? Oh, mm. I, I think it would be at a county level. Uh, city Councilman uh, Richard Reason Garrett with us here. Uh, he's at the city level. <sighs> That'd be an interesting vote. It would. Could you imagine the signs outside the, the courthouse that day? <laughs> oh, yeah. There are people It'd be like though rezoning that. Rezoning on steroids. Uh huh. Yeah, rezone. There are people that are in so fear, though, because of what they're seeing on media, that they really do believe that they're going to die if they don't wear their masks everywhere they go. 99.7% survival rate. You're strong. You're tough. You got this. 70 and above. That's, that's the age group we're looking at, right? 70 above, 94.5 survival rate. How long have the human race been on this earth? Bang. Since the beginning of the human race. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. I, I hear you, babe. I'm just I hear saying. you. And any death is tough. Any death is tough. Number one cause of death in America today. Heart disease. Yep. Followed by cancer. Okay? All deaths are tough. And I hear you. Be strong. Boost your immune system. Take that vitamin D. Vitamin D3. Again, I'm not your doctor. This is just my recommendation. Take your zinc every day. All right? Take a shot of that apple cider vinegar with the mother. No, that's literally what you say after you take the shot. You know Woo! what I learned? You're not supposed to take it as a shot. No, who it, told you that? It hurts your teeth. No, no, that's why you take it as a shot. I've been doing it as a shot, and you're not supposed to. No, no, it's if, not good if for you your pour teeth. it in water and you dilute it, then you're sipping. <laughs> and then it's even more disgusting. It takes forever, and it's awful. I know, but you just take a shot, and you throw it in the back of your throat. And you don't touch it on your teeth. Why do you touch it on your teeth? 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm not making that face on that motion. Oh, no. So I need someone pausing that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Can we move forward? Yeah, you off your soapbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get back on it somehow. Uh, uh, the only reason why Wait a minute. I started with that and brought that up is, is while traveling mm-hmm. from Tennessee to see my family in New Jersey for Thanksgiving, this should have been just nothing but a delight. Happy time. And I loved hanging and spending time with them. But damn, I need to get out. <laughs> and there was nowhere to get out. Right. You, All right. I'm not making this a selfish thing. You ran out of town. But talking to my friends, my family members, I mean, damn. Couldn't nobody get that drunk. You know? Sister's you know, still I, unemployed. <laughs> I mean, damn. Can I say one more thing about yeah, that? Yeah, what's we'll up, be done? Casey? I, I think, too that we care very much about our own relatives. Like, I obviously care very much about my mother. I care about my mother-in-law. I care about my kids. And so I feel like by putting a mandate and forcing people to do things that, quite honestly, isn't even scientifically proven to be super effective anyways. There's How so dare you say that? There's so much debate on that. <laughs> you know what I did? I was, I was talking with someone. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, you just interrupted me. I, I know, I know, because it was perfect timing. Hold your <laughs> thought there. I'm telling you, this is a good... I'm having a conversation with someone, okay, about the mask while I'm outside, right? And you know what I do? Put the mask on, I have my cigar, because I was smoking my cigar, and guess what I did? You had it. Right through the mask. <laughs> okay? This ain't stopping me. End of argument. Don't get me wrong, you can get those really expensive masks, all right? But this is the one that, you know, you just you find on the floor and you put it on, right? Right. And but that's allowed everywhere. And, that. yeah. and I'm just, I'm, uh, I finished your thought. I'm sorry. Thank you. Oh, gee, thank you. Now I forgot what I was saying. Oh, we care. We do care about our relatives. I care about my kids. I care about my mother. All I care. Trust me to do what I feel like is best for my family. Don't mandate me. Like, I feel like we're being treated like kids in a way, too. Government so, wants that. Yeah. Government, the more control you give government, the harder it is to get it back. It's the truth. That's why we brought a councilman in here today. <laughs> but my biggest not my biggest fear my next concern very near future concern is oh did you get the vaccine where's the papers that's my next concern <laughs> because that's next oh you want to come in here without wearing a mask show us your papers and that's almost already here though because they're right. going to seventh grade they make you get a certain series of shots so you can't be in the isn't that something? To school anymore same thing with colleges now, too, in Knoxville, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and, and anything, any school but that my, has to do with people's tax dollars involved. But my thing with the college, mm-hmm. if you're not coming back, give me back my money. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. Give me back <laughs> my money. Simple as that. Yeah. Okay, what about this? I'm a homeowner. I pay taxes. I got a kid. I popped one out somewhere, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> You popped one out? I would like to. Not yet. Not like me personally. Yeah. <laughs> Clog the toilet. But the, uh, okay, and my kid wants to go to school. Okay, well, your kid has to ha- have to be, have a COVID vaccine to come to this school, this public school, that in my area, my taxes pay, go towards. No. I, my kid's not going to that school? And you're going to lower my taxes. 
then why am I paying for that tax? I'm telling you, you're going off. It's going to get rough. People are getting pissed. You're pushing them to the limits. And they're just going to go back to this beautiful document known as the Constitution to be like, you see? And these judges are catching up now. I don't think that that many people are getting mad, though. I feel like people are just sitting back and taking it for the most part. Oh, no, there are people out there. I really do. I feel like they are not... I think people They're are not afraid. Fighting like they should. People are are afraid because they don't want to deal with how dare you and you know be, being being put as the because they just want to go to work. They just want to get their job done. They want to put food on the table. They just want to live. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes it's just easier to be like, okay, sure, sure, but hey, Tanya, you, you give this, they're gonna take more. Well, I mean, the taking more is going to happen. I mean, as it stands now, your kid can't even start pre-K without a, a whole series of shots. You know, the seventh grade shot is just one, but you got to have a whole immunization record as it is. It's so weird. they're just basically adding one more shot. And I know you, I know you remember when we got the boot yep. camp. Yep. You stood right there in that specific spot, and they just kind of almost like an assembly line. Yep. <laughs> felt like you was in a racetrack. <laughs> so, I mean, they already don't give us a choice on most of our shots. They're just adding one no. more shot to the mix. Apparently. And here's the thing, too. Like, when we were getting ready to go to Afghanistan, they gave us the anthrax shot. They put anthrax in us. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Box. They gave us one on the butt, too. Is that what's wrong with you? <laughs> no. <laughs> probably other things. All right. Let's move forward. Let's move forward. All right. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Trisha, don't forget. Trisha the... Butler says plenty of people are still fighting. Thank you, Trisha. How's she doing? All right. She, How you doing, Trisha? She's uh, recently newly elected to a city council. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. All right, coming up, election 2020 update. With two weeks away from the electoral college voting, what is happening in the states of Pennsylvania, Georgia, Wisconsin, Michigan, Arizona, Nevada, and the mainstream media just isn't telling you. Yeah, what you need to know is next on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Salutations. This is Casey Bryant with Local Clarksville. Don't forget to download our app to find local places to eat, shop, and play. You're listening to The Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Aloha, Clarksville. Come surf the flavor wave of Kimo's authentic Hawaiian dishes and signature handcrafted cocktails. While here, you'll experience Chef Gracie's fine dining with a relaxed feel of aloha right here in Middle Tennessee. Catch the wave. Kimo's Hawaiian Bar and Grill is located at 125 Franklin Street, downtown Clarksville. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 9, happy hour 2 to 5, weekends 11 to 11, and now Sunday, 10 to 3, is the Kimo's Mimosas and More Brunch. Find out more at Kimo'sHawaiian.com and order takeout or delivery while there. Absolutely. Water dogs. Water dog scuba and safety. There's a whole world to discover underwater, and at Water Dog Scuba and Safety, they're here to help you explore it. Veteran and locally owned, and whether you're already an expert diver or beginner seeking adventure, Water Dogs offers private and scheduled dive trainings for all ages. Get those kids, but no dogs. Go check out their Facebook page. Look at their underwater videos. 681 North Spring Street, downtown Clarksville. Go say hello to Rich and Cecil and the team at Water Dog Scuba and Safety. The following is a paid advertisement for legal services. Hello, Clarksville. Lawyer Wayne here. Yes, I am a real lawyer, and yes, I have nine kids. 
Do you know what the number one complaint about lawyers is? It's not how much the cost or even how good a job they do. It's that they don't return phone calls. Well, if you go to LawyerWayne.com, I've got my cell phone number on there. You put it in your phone, and if you need a lawyer, text me. You can come down to my office at 120 South 2nd Street. We can talk about your case. I offer free consultations. Know your rights. Know your options. LawyerWayne.com. This is Lawyer Wayne. Check me out at LawyerWayne.com and check me out on TikTok at LawyerWayne. You're listening to The Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Election 2020 updates. We're two weeks away from the Electoral College voting. What is now happening in the states of Pennsylvania, Georgia, Wisconsin, Michigan, Arizona, Nevada? Well, what the mainstream media is just not telling you about. Well, we got what you need to know. That's now on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Make sure to subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Click like. Leave your comments. Definitely help us out and share this video now because a lot of the social media sites that we use like to uh, do a thing called shadow banning where they suppress our videos and sometimes they even cut us off in mid-conversation. Hey, what was the last one we, we did? I was with you. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Richard Reason, Karen. Yeah, ballot harvesting. We're talking about ballot harvesting. You yeah. just said it. They're going to cut us off no, again. No, but they, no, I, put in a, I put in a complaint. It's how you said it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't even remember the word. What do you mean how I said it? Yeah, they did us a favor then. They're like, oh, let's, let's cut this idiot off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not calling you an idiot. I'm yeah. The show oh, an yeah, idiot. Yeah, uh-huh. The show. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. It's... 2020 2020 in a nutshell election wise all right here uh let's go to the update in uh and what we're looking at in yeah this is in georgia uh no let's do pennsylvania first uh pennsylvania oh this one's interesting this is something so they're doing all these hearings now like today they're talking in michigan up to 280,000 ballots disappeared after being transported from New York to Pennsylvania. First things first, why was there any votes being transported from one state to another? It's a prime opportunity to fall off the truck. Man. So a uh, so here's how, how this went down. This guy, Jesse Morgan, a truck driver for a subcontractor uh, with the United States Postal Service, said that at this, uh, this conference that uh, he was driving a truck filled with potentially up to uh, 288,000 ballots on October 21st. And uh, the truck and the ballots, well, he brought it from New York to Pennsylvania to Virginia, then was told back to go to Pennsylvania, Lancaster, parked his, his rig there. The next day, comes back, the truck is there, the rig is gone. So they're, they're looking into that one. That That is, what the? So this guy just came forward today with his, uh, with his affidavit. And plus the... Uh, the uh, and also in Pennsylvania, looks like it's going to be going to SCOTUS, the Supreme Court of the United States, there, where they're uh, they're challenging the Supreme, the state of I'm sorry, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, 
in 2019, they created a law, the legislators created a law, that's how it works, and that's on a primary or election day, ballots must be received by that day, so September 3rd, uh, November 3rd, 8 p.m., and no ballots afterwards. Well, a couple months ago, the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, they wrote that you can, you can have the ballots come in after that said, that voted on and law day and time. So now it's going to the Supreme Court because Supreme Courts don't make laws, they enforce them. Only legislators can make laws. So if they wanted an extension on voters, they had to go through legislation first before Supreme Court. So that's why this is going to uh, the, the Supreme Court to the United States. All right, any questions about Pennsylvania? No? Moving forward. we got to breeze through this one because we got to get to uh, Georgia. So these Dominion voting machines, have you heard about these? A little bit. It's crazy. Talk about the one China bought. China may have bought these Dominion voting machines. Allegedly. Allegedly. This is just recent information coming out in, in these lawsuits. In October of this past year, China. Now, they bought them or did they manufacture them? Bought them. <laughs> oh, they already had Chinese parts in it? Uh-huh. But this, I'll tell you, this is crazy stuff. Yeah, they make everything. This is crazy stuff. And now, so Georgia, now they were trying to wipe these voting machines, but a Georgia judge said, no, you can't wipe these machines. They're under a federal investigation and a lawsuit. Yeah. Can't touch them. Why would you want to delete them then? That's crazy. Didn't he come back, though, and say, never mind? Yes. And then the judge goes, never mind, to that never mind. That's very good. Huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so also the... Uh, <laughs> that, uh, I'm not sure about that China stuff, but what is interesting with Dominion, so it's a Canadian headquartered company. Canada doesn't even allow them. Canada, paper ballots, which, by the way, that's the way to do it, okay? With verification and the whole bit. But with this Dominion and the Smartmatic software, Venezuelan, create, uh, the Venezuelan uh, technician that created the software, all right, also was saying how the votes from this election, from the Dominion, goes to overseas servers in Germany and Spain. Why? Why? Why the hell would our votes be going overseas to be counted? They shouldn't be going overseas in the first place. No, and... Once they leave the borders, this would be nonsense. Well, you know... And they're finding out with these machines. (laughs) The voting machines cannot be hooked up to Ethernet or Internet. Guess what they're finding out now? They hooked up to the... They were hooked up to the Internet. (laughs) These voting machines are supposed to have either some type of thumb drive or, you know, and and that thumbstick gets carried to the counting place. Well, now they're telling you a lot of this is being looked into, but the mainstream media is not reporting on any of this. I wonder why. 
They don't like this Trump guy. They just don't want him in. I'm yeah, saying, I don't yeah. care. I don't care about nothing about that. I'm just care about why they doing this and not telling people what's going on. I just want the integrity of an election. I don't care who it's for, <laughs> right? what it's about. I just want shoot because let me tell you something. <laughs> because if you it's... screw with our elections, <laughs> there's going to be a problem. Yeah, we need a closed loop system. Y- y- yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Because even you know, I heard arguments earlier today at a at a meeting for paper ballots, and. Even when we had a paper ballot system, there was still fraud. Right. You could fill a, a, a paper ballot box full of paper ballots, and then somebody knows that that area is pro one type of party. That whole box could end up in the river. And that's why the uh, – and it's happened. We, yeah. We've seen it this year with, with ballots in the river and the garbage. And that's why voter identification. Okay? I go to buy anything. What do I need? Here's my proof of ID for my uh, for my bottle of wine, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with a voter ID. This whole racist thing, that's nonsense. How is it racist? I heard this argument from someone the other day. It's racist to demand an ID. How's that? Well, I guess I guess they can't go to the bank and open up an account. Because guess what you need? An ID. Y- you're right, Garrett. Uh, Richard Reason. Garrett, you... you you got to have something that has that what you, what you says closes all these friggin' all, all these loopholes that they have. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, Michigan, a witness tells the Michigan State Senate, which are which I think that just ended this this panel that they were having, of widespread voter fraud in Detroit. So election monitors told a Michigan State Senate committee today that they witnessed widespread fraud during the counting of the absentee ballots in Detroit, including the scanning of some of the same ballots multiple times in the tabulation machines. Like, these are people that are going under oath, could, uh, under the laws of perjury, raising that right hand in an affidavit saying, hey, I've seen this, go look at the proof. Yeah, so uh, one of the workers contacted uh, for work of the Dominion voter. Oh, the Dominion voting system is going. She said that she witnessed this uh, the election workers at the convention center scanning mail-in ballots multiple times whenever a machine jammed up on the folded paper. Now those votes, they're saying every time you insert them is another casted ballot. Sometimes the ballots rescanning them eight to ten times. Interesting. Um, so they, okay, let's go to Wisconsin. They did a recount in Wisconsin, came back saying, hey, uh, we found more votes for Biden. Well, the recount is now creating an actual audit because Wisconsin's got one of the most toughest uh, absentee ballot laws out there. And now, because they did the recount, they put aside... 220,000 ballots that are going to get looked at for irregularities, not matching signatures. Like, man, I, I don't care who you voted for, who, who you think is going to win. This thing is far from over. I, I don't see how they get them for not matching signatures, though, because every time I sign, my name is different. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Well, they, that's, the, that's how they do it now. So now they have the, the signature and the person's ballot, right? And now they actually contact the person under this audit system where they actually contact the person, hey, is this your vote? 
And now they're finding out, hey, is this your vote? Why is this the third time we're calling your house? Hmm. It's very interesting what's going on here. And they're saying that it's going to be happening with 220,000 ballots just out of Wisconsin. Arizona. Let's go to Arizona. A large percentage of people who just moved to Arizona voted. So a woman who said that she worked as a volunteer or poll observer in Arizona's uh, 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 Pima County claimed that she was told by election officials to allow people to vote uh, who may not have been properly registered to vote in Arizona on election day. Again, a violation of, of voter rules. Moving forward to, uh, to the uh, Maricopa County in Arizona, where Maricopa Chairman Linda Brickman on November 3rd testified before members of the Arizona state legislator that she personally observed votes for President Donald Trump being tallied as votes for Democrat presidential nominee Joe Biden when input into Dominion machines. These friggin' machines. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, so uh, these judges are now looking into uh, into what, what's going on. We'll find out what happens. Stay tuned. My guess it's all going to SCOTUS. We'll see what happens there. I don't know. Yeah, Arizona lawmakers call for a resolution to hold back electoral college votes. Hmm. Nevada. Nevada judge orders inspection of election equipment. Again, this Dominion stuff. So, hey, no matter what you voted, what, what you think happens, yeah, it's not over. It's crazy, though. I think that's the biggest thing is you would think that ev- everybody would be all on the same page on let's make sure that the system is secure and that we're all the legal votes are being counted. And that, I mean, everybody, no matter what side you are, and I, if you're a decent person, I feel like you would care about that. And we've been trained by because media doesn't doesn't call who the president of the United States. AP doesn't say, oh, here's the winner, projected winner. That's a projection. That, that's a, there's no such thing as president-elect. That's a media-made-up stuff. There, there is no such thing as the, pres, the office of the president-elect. That, that's, that's not a real thing. There's, there's no such thing. So media keeps putting it out there, putting it out there, putting it out there, right? It's called gaslighting. You keep saying, you keep saying, you keep saying. Well, Media, slow your roll. Start reporting on this stuff because it's going to be going to the courts. It really is. Race to 270, electoral college votes, which they'll be voting on in uh, two weeks. There you go. All right, anything else about election stuff or can we move over to some good times? Mm-hmm. Right? Hey, let us know what you think, all right? Make sure to hit the buttons, the bells, whatever, all right? It's crazy times. Buckle up. I'm going to look more into that China purchase from October <laughs> through a Swedish bank account. What the is going on? Mm. Yeah, but it, it, hey, you know, like we were talking earlier, just want to make sure we have clean, fair elections, legal elections. This ain't no third world country. All right. It's not why we raised our right hands to freaking do what we had to do. Craziness. All right, coming up, during Thanksgiving, did you stab a loved one over leftovers? 
No. No, no, no bet you did no. not. No. Okay. Well, there's people that did. Mm-hmm. Some good leftovers. Over <laughs> leftovers? Like not even over the actual dinner? It must have been that good. I <laughs> 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 Had extra time to marinate or right. something. <laughs> uh, uh, what is the uh, Merriman uh, Webster word of the year for 2020? You guys know it? <laughs> the F word. The F word. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what McDonald's menu will be given out for free tomorrow? The McRib. You're going with the McRib, huh, babe? <laughs> the McRib. Yeah, I would have figured the word of the year would have been toilet paper, but... Uh, TP, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. All right, we got all this uh, really not important information next on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Hey, y'all, this is Shelly Holiday, realtor at REMAX North Star. So feel free to add your comments, and don't forget to share it on your timeline. Bay's my favorite. Absolutely. So one of the most stressful things to do is buy or sell a house. Well, that all changes. Why? Shelly Holiday Realtor Remax North Star. She eliminates the stress parts of buying or selling a house. She'll work that deal. She networks. She knows how to do it. She's Shelly Holiday, Realtor Remax North Star, and you want her. I'll tell you what. Just go to her Facebook page. She's Shelly Holiday, Realtor Remax North Star. Just do it. Click like, send her a message. This is Jenna Bonacci from Moth to a Flame Candleworks. Over 10 years ago, my late mother and I began making all-natural homemade candles, and we were amazed by the demand. So in her honor, I'm continuing the mission of creating the most amazing aromas for your home, office, and events. Some of our scents include vanilla, sandalwood, all of the holiday scents you can imagine, from cinnamon to pumpkin pie, to include the gentleman scents, such as leather, bourbon, coffee, and more. The possibilities are endless. If you name a scent combination, we can make it for you 100%. For more information, join the Moth to a Flame Candleworks Facebook group and see the hundreds of possible fragrance combinations, or you can email us at mothtoaflamecandleworks at gmail.com. Moth to a Flame Candleworks, a perfect gift. Attention brick-and-mortar business owners in Clarksville and Fort Campbell. A poor decision about the way you choose to advertise can cost you big time. The sad truth is, businesses try all kinds of advertising and burn right through their profits. Or they waste their precious time trying to learn complicated online geeky things. Wiz Advertising has used its proven six-step system for the past 14 years to help Clarksville businesses get matched with just the right new customers. Learn more at wizads.com. That's W-H-I-Z-Z. ADS.com. Joe Padula here. I see you watching the video. Do you want to be in the video? Come join us in the studio. All you got to do is go to the Joe Padula Show Facebook page, click like, send a private message. It's too easy. Absolutely. During Thanksgiving, did you stab a loved one over leftovers? No, I did not. Casey, I could see you. Uh, hey. I could see you stabbing, right? shanking a shanking a female dog. I do really like some leftovers, especially green bean casserole. That's my favorite. I wouldn't stab anybody over it though. So a post-Thanksgiving uh, dinner brawl turned uh, deadly in Chicago. This is when the the host's boyfriend was killed. Killed. What? For confronting a guest. Who dug into leftovers with his bare hands. I would have done the same. I'm fighting words. Like, digging in with your hands is fighting words. Yeah. So Why 20- do you dig in with your hands? To eat it? <laughs> to put it in a bag? To just put just it in your pocket? 
Just <laughs> walking away with Thanksgiving food in his pocket. Yeah. Uh, this guy, James Dixon, 29 years old, is facing first-degree murder charge with the, the deadly stabbing of, uh, of uh, Vince Sol Jackson, 52-year-old. It's like an older guy. Who prosecutors said uh, escorted Dixon, the 29-year-old, to the door of a Marquette Park residence at about 3.15 a.m. Friday. Ooh, they were up late, huh? They were partying, huh? <laughs> they were definitely partying in there. Yeah. So, Dixon, who had allegedly downed several alcoholic beverages prior to the deadly confrontation, punched the 52-year-old, who was dating the host, actually, before the, f- the fight moved to the front porch, prosecutors told this uh, the, the judge on Sunday. Now, Dixon, he then stabbed Jackson nine times, leaving him with wounds to his head, oh, his head and face. Well, he fled as the older man uh, held onto a banister. So uh, despite witnesses uh, to the fight, no one saw anything. Sounds like my family. We didn't see anything. So uh, Jackson was later pronounced dead at the hospital for multiple stab wounds, and his uh, death was ruled a homicide. So Dixon of uh, the uh, the city's, uh, well, he was taken into custody about eight hours later where he went for cuts to his neck and finger. Oh, so he went to the hospital. They asked what happened. They talked about the fight. They go, well, that guy just died. Interesting. Yeah, he was covered in blood also when he went to the hospital. Well, he had a minor cut on his hand that appeared to be uh, an injury from the stabbing. And uh, he, an attorney who, uh, for, for Dixon claimed that he had acted in self-defense. Oh, he might get off. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, don't fight. What's the worst fight? Worst fight you can have. Worst fight that you've had at Thanksgiving. It's got to be a... It's got to be political, right? Bay it. Usually. With us, I think it's about money. There might be someone that owes somebody money. <laughs> or or you lend someone money and you just throw it in their face and they're just tired of getting it thrown in their face. It's not me. See, we don't ever have the energy to fight at Thanksgiving. Everybody's concerned with eating, yeah. food coma. And right. then we out for about two hours. Right. And then we get up and eat it and do it all over again. And just eat some more. Yeah. After whatever movie you pick, right? Yeah. The movie ends up watching us. I started binge-watching this one show over Thanksgiving break there. What was that? We don't want to know. Why? It's, it's on it's Netflix. it's probably bad. What is it? Shit's Creek. Uh. <laughs> it's not a, it's yeah. a, it's not no, a bad show. I actually show. heard that was a pretty good show. Yeah. But I thought you were going to say something dumb. Just trying to head it off. Shit's Creek. All right, it was pretty good. And it's uh, not like take a shits. Right, it's Shit's Creek. That's the name of the town. Yeah. That's the name of the town? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's what an awful town to live in. So this rich family. Oh, that's how the previous. Their, uh, their tax guy or whatever screwed them over with income tax, never paid it, okay? So IRS comes in and repossesses everything because uh, tax, that's that's legal theft, I guess. But uh, but anyway, <laughs> they, they, they take everything. But they go to Schitt's Creek because the father bought this town called Schitt's Creek for his son for like his bar mitzvah or whatever because he thought the name was funny. <laughs> right. <laughs> Schitt's Creek, I'll buy that. 
Well, I ended up living there in the Shit's Creek Motel, and, <laughs> and we find out how how they work and fish out of water story. It was all right. It was all right. It was okay. I watched them all though. That's the only problem with binge watching. Once you start, yeah, you yeah. gotta finish it. You gotta finish it. Yeah, yeah. got to. <laughs> What's the last show you binge watch, Richard? Oh, right now I'm, I'm binge watching Cursed. Cursed. Yeah. What is that? That's on it's, my playlist. Yeah, kind of like King Arthur Merlin, but telling it from the witch's side. <sighs> yeah, I love that idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Different good. Different spin on it. Yeah. 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 So it got me. At first, Cursed. I was like, I don't know. But then I realized it was King Arthur, and I love me some nights at the round table. Right. I was like, oh, yeah. I'll give it some running. Yeah, I'm hooked. I watch it every morning when I'm running on the treadmill. So yes. it's my routine. Yeah. That's, that's what I do. It. That's my treadmill. Show. Get on the treadmill. You got the iPad or whatever, right? And you're watching it. Yeah. Casey, what are you watching? What are you binge watching? I really ha- I haven't watched TV in a long time. Smart move. I haven't nothing. Bay? It was the Liberator. The Liberator? Yeah. What is that? It's a nineteen forty two World War Two movie. Oh. But they it's a story on the unit. It's pretty good. I liked it. Liberator. Mm-hmm. You know it's a good one, Peaky Blinders. Have you seen that one yet? Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, Peaky Blinders is good. Dude Perfect is what I've been watching a lot lately. Imperfect? Dude Perfect. Dude Perfect. Oh, it's the best. (laughs) What is it? (laughs) It's these guys that that get together and do trick shots, and it's kind of fun. Yeah? It's, like, really popular with the kids. Talk about with the basketball? Yeah, they do all the trick shots, and they just do silly things. Is it like Jackass? Kids version. Watch that with your kids. No. It's much better than that. Do you, you ever see the jackass where they get the Porter John and they got these huge cranes yeah. and they got these like <laughs> these rubber ropes or whatever, like, yeah. a, like a slingshot, right? You know, they have, the, have like the human slingshot, you wah, right? Well, they did it with a Porter John with, uh, with Steve-O inside of it. And he's strapped in, he's got goggles on and it goes up. And then when it starts to come down, uh, come out all blue. Gross. Yeah, <laughs> like a chocolate factory. <laughs> Uh, 2020 word of the year according to Miriam Webster anyone want to take a guess <laughs> I'll tell you the F word yeah what you say when you find out you have the toilet paper Casey um I don't know stay positive uh, stay positive <laughs> okay two words yeah stay dash positive Richard, what did uh, Miriam Webster uh, announce yesterday that was their word of the year? Hey, toilet paper was mine. I know it's two words. But, uh, toilet dash paper, maybe hyphenate. Yeah, hyphenated. <laughs> Pandemic. Yeah, it makes sense. They should have fun with these. <laughs> right? They should have made it toilet paper. Yeah. You know what I mean? They should have made it the F word. That, that's <laughs> what people are going to remember. Right. <laughs> yep. Just a demand on toilet you, paper. You know what it was last year? Their word of the year, and they suck at this. What's that? Last year, 2019, their word of the year was they. What? Yeah, T-H-E-Y. Merriam-Webster. They? This is why I use Oxford Dictionary. You yeah. should have your word of the year. Yeah. Yes. Word Google. of the year. But yeah, mine is what? <laughs> With that to T. What? <laughs> what I do? What? <laughs> yeah, they suck at this. Look at this. 2018, their word of the year, Justice. Oh, look at this. Now I get it. 2017, their word of the year, feminism. Oh, goodness. 2016, surreal. 
Look at this. Word of the year, Miriam Webster. 2012, socialism. <laughs> what the? I don't get it. All right. Well, McGee's, McDonald's, tomorrow, giving away 10,000 free chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Oh, that's not a lot. 10,000 free chicken nuggets? Yeah. That would have to be more. Uh, what do you like best? Sweet and sour sauce with it? I don't like anything from McDonald's. Okay. I'm you. Yeah. I wouldn't feed it to my worst enemy. <laughs> my kids are scared of McDonald's because they think it's going to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> they watched that movie. <laughs> I've worked at two of them as a, as a teen. I know. Tell us some stories. Oh, man. <laughs> Mickey D's mm. stories. Mickey D's, Mickey D's. Man, the big and nasty. The big nasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the French fries that can sit in the back seat of your car for three years uh-huh. and look like it came fresh out of the grease. Right. Yeah. There's just so many preservatives and chemicals in that food that, man, it can't be good. Like, you. you can't get rid of that French fry smell once it falls in between the seat. No, not at all. No. No. It lingers. Yeah. Yeah. If we if we ever get to Armageddon with nuclear explosions all over the place, the only thing that's going to be around is roaches and McDonald's fries. Yeah. You heard it from me first. And that's Twinkies. Right. And Twinkies. <laughs> that's right. And, and snowballs. <laughs> Bang, what do you think it is? Uh, a burger. A burger. Yeah. Well, 10,000 free McRibs tomorrow. Oh, so I was right at first. You were. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. No. Like, like to be honest, they should name this the McShit. What Shit's is a Creek. McRib with ribs on a bun? No, it's compressed meat. Yeah, it's the barbecue <laughs> sandwich, they call it. Oh. Compressed into yeah. a rib-looking thing with a whole bunch of sauce. It's, it's actually pretty good, but... You know you're not eating real. Kind of like going to Taco Bell. You, Their beef is not beef. It's oh yeah. called meat filling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just comes in a bag. Mm. Yeah. What is a, meat filling? Yeah. Mystery meat that died. <laughs> I love how they experiment with us. Yep, they do. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's see if they'll eat this. <laughs> Tell you what. We'll, we'll get non-fish products and we'll just deep fry it and bread them. Mm-hmm. We'll call it flayo fish We'll see if they eat it. <laughs> it's not fish. It's not fish. You're not eating fish. Then what is it? What fish is it? Tell me, what fish am I eating in Flayo Fish? It's, Alexa. It's not cod? Is that McDonald's fish? <laughs> yes. Right. Alexa, what what is in a Flayo Fish? Here are the ingredients to make two servings of the ultimate Flayo Fish Sammy. One whole tail piece fresh halibut, one and one quarter inches thick. Alexa. By about one foot pause. long. Pause. McDonald's is not using halibut Fresh. for their Sorry. fish. I don't know Fresh halibut. They're, they're using their leftovers. Uh. <laughs> Fresh halibut eyeballs. <laughs> they grind it up. All right. You, you, you don't do the fast food restaurants. What, what fast food would you do, Richard? I mean, I eat fast food. I'm more of a Zaxby's guy. You know, I might do Fizzoli's. Uh, West Coast tacos. Love me some West Coast mm. tacos. Yeah, they do got some good tacos. Yeah, they though. do. That burrito bowl. <laughs> yeah. Steak. <Ooh>. Yep. <laughs> Casey goes to Freddy's a lot. I like Freddy's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I like West Coast tacos better, though. Yeah. That would be my number one pick. I don't like how they do these, because uh, I don't like to do the breads, you know? 
and how they do these lettuce wraps or whatever. Mm-hmm. So good. The veggie burger lettuce wrap. Right. But there's they got to do perfect the folding. Okay. They fall all over the place. I, They're the I don't think right so. Place. I think right. it's the eater. Nah. No. Nah, you get them you, kids, though. They don't know nothing about that, You though. You got to get the right the right lettuce, first of all. Yeah. Because if the lettuce ain't right, you ain't going to get a good wrap. And that would make me mad about making wraps. When they come ask, oh, now I got to go get a head of lettuce. Break this lettuce apart to see. Oh. You're the, best the sandwich is. maker, though. You know. Yeah, he does know. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, there is this uh, this rice. It's a square. It's this rice square. Okay. It's flat. Mm-hmm. And you put it in warm water, let it sit for like 30 seconds, and it becomes like uh, a wrap. Yeah, yeah. It becomes very uh, flexible. Manipulate. Yeah, you get, you're able to wrap it. It's sticky. I know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. And they're, they're great. It's, it's almost like rice paper. It, it, that's exactly what it is. It's, rice paper's good. Yes, it's rice paper. And you put in the water and you put your, your stuff in that wrap there. Mm-hmm. Well, you take it out of the water, let it drip a little bit. Just uh, don't let it touch because then you're like, ugh, and you're trying to unfold. <laughs> right. But that's the best wrap ever because they don't break. Well, you should get a paper towel, damp it, and just wipe it down on one side. It'd be easier that way. You should tell Freddy's to get that. Mm-hmm. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. Friggin' McRibs, man. Yeah. <laughs> the McShits. <laughs> That's what you be doing after you eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Wear dark pants. <laughs> Late night. Come from the club. Oh. Casey, ever shart? Shark? Shart. Uh, no. I don't know what that is. Poop? Well, you got poop? You, you thought it was a fart. <laughs> you have. You're blushing. I don't know what you're talking about. A shark. You thought it was a fart, and it wasn't. Like you accidentally poop your pants? Yeah. Have you ever seen? I mean, I'm sure I did when I was a kid. Have you ever seen uh, the nutty professor with uh, Eddie Murphy? <laughs> when they did he the do table. that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I clean my colons right now. <laughs> When's the last time I... Nah, let's not get into it. Please, thank you. Because it was too recent. <laughs> okay. Because it was too recent and I don't want to get into it. How are you going to find a wife like that? You just keep it to yourself. <laughs> you being honest. Yeah, just being honest. And we, whoever he gets is going to love him for him. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. They knew what they got into. Yep. Taking front. applications right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the problem half the time. Yep. After you say I do, they say I don't anymore. <laughs> yep. And it's like, who is this person? <laughs> See, you giving it to him yeah. straight up. Right. Take Sh- it or leave it. Charters need not apply. I got you covered. <laughs> yeah. Done deal. Charters. <laughs> All right. All right, coming up. Let's go locally, all right? Uh, because Casey Bryan of Local Clarksville, she's got some interesting things, what's going on with the Local Clarksville, the website, such as services. All right, we're going to get into some of these locally owned businesses that are providing services. We'll find out uh, where we can go and what we can get with Local Clarksville. Plus, is traffic the problem? Well, is the traffic problem in Clarksville about to go away forever? 
Maybe. Wishful thinking. City Councilman <laughs> Richard Garrett. Well, he's got the updates and what we need to know. Yeah, your local news update is next on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Hey, this is Teresa Jarvis, mayor of Oak Grove, and Oak Grove loves Joe Padula. But Joe, come on now. Enough with the Cat West jokes. Absolutely. You know what I can't stand? When you have people in Clarksville saying that there is nothing to do. Not for nothing. You couldn't be any more wrong. And obviously, you've never been to O'Connor's Irish Pub. Right off of Exit 1. It's like an adult daycare center. I mean, you go inside. You got the food. You got the drinks, okay? You got the DJ. You got the stage. You got the live music. The whole bit. It's fantastic. They got pool tables in the back, dartboards, video games, UFC main events on the dozens of screens that are inside and out. Oh, and outside. They got the cornhole boards. They got the outdoor tiki bar. They got the outdoor DJ party. They got this huge, massive stage where they bring in the big names like Black Label Society and Puddle of Mud and Greta Van Fleet. The monthly bikini contests are great. And I'm even getting good at that beer pong. They got karaoke nights on Wednesday. Open seven days a week. There's always something to do in Clarksville. O'Connor's Irish Pub. Exit one. Absolutely. Need a great venue in Clarksville to throw a holiday party? Maybe a family celebration, conference, or business meeting? Hi, this is April Consulo of Office Now, Clarksville's premier event space, and we're proud to announce our beautifully renovated event rooms. They're perfect for small, intimate gatherings to large group settings. We at Office Now offer amenities to include a commercial kitchen, on-site chef, in-house DJ, tables and chairs, and plenty of parking, all at competitive pricing. We are taking reservations now for the upcoming holidays, so visit us at ClarksvilleOfficeNow.com, where Clarksville goes to party with a purpose. Absolutely. Hi there, this is Hannah Price with Voice of Choice, and oh my God, I'm here with the best interviewer I've ever met, Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Locally, what locally owned services are now available to you at discounted prices. Casey Bryan of local Clarksville. Well, she's going to fill us in. And there's a traffic problem in Clarksville about to finally all go away. Let's hope so. Yeah, let's hope so, babe. City Councilman <laughs> Richard Garrett. He's got the updates you need to know. Your local news update is now on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Make sure to sit, subscribe, hit the like button, notification, leave the comments, share away. Do what you got to do. Absolutely. Uh, Casey Bryant. Yo. Okay, localclarksville.com. The links are in this video feed. Um, I don't know where you got the discounted prices th- thing th- that's from. That's the hook. That is not anywhere on our website. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I'm glad you put that to. Uh, I'm glad you put that out there. We they're all great places. They're great places, and we need to compensate them for what they're worth. Let's hear about them. Who do you got? Um. So we just launched this page not too long ago. And um, so it's fairly new. There aren't a whole lot of businesses on there, but we are very particular about the businesses that we put on our service page. As you know, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of service-based businesses in Clarksville. These are like real real estate agencies, um, dog groomers, hair salons, electricians, plumbers. I mean, it goes on forever. And so we wanted to make sure that we um, that we're promoting decent businesses. So the businesses that we put on here are good standing with the community, just good, decent businesses. Why, why should people go with the locally owned business as opposed to maybe, uh, you, you know, the, your, your big stores? Well, it keeps more money in the community, obviously. Um, and I think 
one thing that people really love about locally owned businesses is that you have a better connection with the person that owns the business. So if something went wrong, they're going to answer their phone. Um, you also know that you're supporting somebody in our community. Your neighbor is, you know, the owner and it's really cool to be able to support them directly. But I think the biggest thing is just the customer service. I know I, lo I love to, if I have a problem, I want to be able to talk to you about it and talk to somebody that'll do something. Right. There you go. Uh, how could people, uh, how could people contact you and get the, get their businesses and their services up there? Uh, they could email us. Hi at localclarksville.com. Hi. Hi. H-I. Hi at localclarksville.com? Mm-hmm. Is that like a weed thing? <laughs> no. It's like, hi. You guys party? No. <laughs> that would be H-I-G-H. When's the last time you've done weed? Joe. <laughs> what? No. It's just a question. A really, really long time. Were you in California when you did it? Um, yeah, probably. Did you get high? Joe. I was just asking. I'm not talking about this. All right. Hi at localclarksville.com. <laughs> You brought it up. No, different one. But if you're looking for a business too, we're going to be growing this page. There's hopefully there'll be hundreds of really great businesses on here at one point. Again, just go to a drunk at localclarksville.com <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you got taken Hi. care of there. That too. <laughs> Coked up at localclarksville.com. It's a big party with a purpose That's over there. That's not true. You are I know. I'm, making I'm just something beautiful chops. gross. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I, I dig what you do. It's good. Especially, uh, I mean, look what happened with shutdowns and lockdowns of locally owned businesses and, and the struggle. And uh, what you guys did to step up to help and do what you could do uh, during that time. And hopefully you never have to go through that again. Yeah. Never. Oh. There are a lot of businesses that are about to open. Yeah? Yeah. Like? I've heard of a lot lately. Yeah? Yeah. What kind of businesses? Um, just, there's a deli downtown that's about to open. Uh -huh. um, there's a coffee shop that's about to open. A lot of food trucks and that type of thing. There, I'm, I'm actually surprised at how many businesses have been opening this year. And lots more to come. Well, they see that, uh, you know, Clarksville open for business. A lot of military. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. A lot of opportunities. I opened my new one this year. Yeah? What, what, what do you got? Well, I broke away from Keller Williams and launched Concord Realty. You, you went on your own. Yeah. Concord Realty. Are you excited? We are. Yeah. Now, we need to get you on our services page. All right. We'll chat. <laughs> I, I'll send you a hi. Okay. Sounds good. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> what other services are on there? Uh, let's see. Is There's there like a... C-Raps is on there. Is there a section that I can like... Uh, Put my my you're, birth date, my date of birth. You're on there to check out other services. No, <laughs> no. Traffic. <sighs> All right. So city council, I dig what you guys do. And there's a lot of people that don't understand uh, when it comes to traffic because everyone complains about traffic. Hold on. Where's Ward One? So Ward One is. Um, <laughs> Off Tiny Town Road, Fort Campbell Boulevard area, all the way to Allen Road around the uh, Clarksville Regional Airport, okay. Jack Miller. Gotcha. Thank mm -hmm. you. Now yeah. continue. Number one ward. Yeah. That's it's, just all you need to it's know. It's up there. We're By exit one. one. Number one. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Okay. Uh, kind of. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. So nonetheless, uh, everyone complains about traffic mm -hmm. and everyone thinks that's, why can't it just get done right now? 
there's like three different elements actually four really but three different elements when it, like city county and state roads yeah. could you explain the difference certainly i'm glad you started there because that's one of the major issues is we have all these nicknames for roads such as you know mlk boulevard right. fort campbell boulevard yeah. wilma rudolph those are our nicknames for roads that we don't own mm-hmm. they're state roads mm-hmm. and so oftentimes we we get accused of not fixing our roads but they're not really clarksville or montgomery county roads they belong to the state and so tdot is what governs those so in order tennessee for, department of transportation yep and so in order for us to do anything with it we've got to you know collaborate with tdot and and get on their priority list to, to get the road either widened fixed or you know sidewalks along it now what do we have coming up because it's about to be a new year I'm sure you guys have have went to your constituents. You guys got together as city council and you said, "Okay, we got to we got to work on these." What is what is currently being worked on and what's in the near future for when it comes to our roads and traffic? So, as far as road projects, we just finished one up um, Dunbar Cave Road, you know, partnering with the state, got that taken care of. Thank here. God. Oh, man. Thank God it's done. I needed that cut through. Oh, back. my God. What, what were they doing? What was the... Uh... Well, the issue was the bridge. You know, it had a failed rating. There were some parts on it that were uh, kind of no. chipped and cracking. So, you know, we don't want anybody to fall <laughs> off in there or anything. How long was it like that for? <laughs> <laughs> so, we got that taken care of, and thank God it's open. Um you know, we got the um, Merriweather Road, uh, Trenton Road, uh, you know, because Trenton Road, again, is one of those Trenton. roads that we can't really do much with. Uh, I wish we could. But you got to work with them. Yeah, yeah. got to work with them. And so we do own Merriweather Road. And so what we've done is to at least alleviate traffic coming on to Merriweather. That's the one right after the school. Yeah, right there by Northeast. Yeah, it'll, right. It'll run you into Oakland Road. That's right. You, that back way. Yeah. And so we've added a turning lane because, you know, you get just being two lanes. You could be stuck forever even Ever. if you're trying to make a right lane. Oh, so now it's we, the worst. Yeah, so we've got the right turn lane. Uh-huh. And you can go left and just to alleviate the traffic burden over there. And so that's something that, um, you know, we've already been working on. I can't wait till one day when there's just a turning lane on Trenton Road the whole way. One day. Yeah. One day. Oh, I'd love for Trend Road to look like Peter's Mill on the yes, West Creek side. Right. Oh, man. Right. Wouldn't that be great? How do you get that done, though? Because obviously you got to work with the state because there's people's properties involved at that point. There is. And it's not as easy as one would think. So here's a practical example. You look at Rossview Road. I forget it was before my time on the council, but TDOT had the funding allocated. They were going to widen the entire Rossview Road like Peter's Mill, like what we just talked about. But the residents over there didn't want it to happen. So they were in such a big uproar yeah. at the meeting, talking bad about it, bashing it. We don't want this. We don't want this. So TDOT said, you know what? We're going to take our state money and we're going to put it somewhere else in the state. And now look at us. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, it goes back to that Constitution once again. Government just cannot take your property. Those people on uh, Exit 8, oh, they need to widen that road. They are widening it. Yeah, they are now. Yeah, that's right? one of our, our, our projects. So we're going to get it widened now. Good deal. But it's going to cost Clarksville some money to get in there now. Right. We could have just had it Had all, it from the state. Had it from the state. Yeah. Interesting. Hindsight's 2020. <laughs> uh, right. What, what are the, uh, besides traffic, what else we got coming up? Well, we got some sidewalk projects. Sidewalks. You know? Yes. So we oftentimes hear, you know, Yay, why can't we woo. put sidewalks in existing I hear this all the time. Yeah, part of the Why reason, can't we? 
you know, some of those neighborhoods, like I'll use one of my legacy neighborhoods, Green Acres, as an example. It wasn't designed with the because of the whole curb and gutter system and how it drops off after the road, you know, for hmm. drainage. There's nowhere to put the sidewalk there. You'd have to build it up and move utilities and gas lines and water lines to where it's no longer cost effective to even do. Not to mention, in those existing neighborhoods, you'll sometimes end up with um, individuals that'll say, no, I'm not going to sell you city my land to right. put a sidewalk because I don't want anybody walking in front of my house. Interesting. So you have that to contend with. And so what we've done is... Um, we had uh, we've got funding set aside for sidewalks when we got sued downtown to make it ADA compliant. Now that we've settled the requirements of that lawsuit, we have a sidewalk matrix that takes into account. Was that where everyone can get up and down the sidewalks? Yeah. And, right. And so we got a sidewalk matrix that takes into account the proximity to things like schools, um, parks, uh, tra uh, public transportation, shopping, and things like that. Walkability. And so those get a higher rating. And so we've identified a spot over there near Lafayette off Fort Campbell Boulevard um, where we've got a series of sidewalks that will be put in. And TDOT's going to be connecting a sidewalk trail down Fort Campbell Boulevard. And so sure. because of everything over there between the schools and... Um, and you know, the bad driving. Yeah, the bad driving. They, <laughs> yeah. You know, they got community centers and all these resources that just makes it make sense to enable kids to be able to walk safely you know, or bike safely to, you know, different resources. And so that's going to be, well, that's what we're doing now is sidewalks there. And the next section that we've identified is Wilma Rudolph Boulevard for sidewalks because the state's going to run them down Wilma Rudolph. But how do you get as a pedestrian off the bus on a sidewalk and then walk to like Kmart, Target, the mall? You're walking on the road. We got to so, start building overpasses, walkways. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll hold like bake sales or whatever to raise money. Clarksville is going to be really awesome. I mean, it already is awesome, but there's some good stuff in store. It's going to be there really is. cool in a couple of years. And and having a better flow of movement and traffic, not just car wise, not just transportation wise, but but walking wise and bike wise. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. You know, I've, I have the privilege sometimes of you know doing real estate in nashville franklin just different counties you know in middle tennessee and i, I see how progressive they are with bike lanes yeah and, you know it's amazing to and just the market see. here is so hot it is it's so it hot is, you know, <sighs> and we owe it to ourselves to start taking care of our infrastructure on the front end before we get too yeah. big and there's not enough room yeah to do different things because so. it sucks when you have to uh you know uh what do they call it when you have to react instead of just act yeah yeah but uh, I, I'll tell you what, uh, we got so much more to go over here, uh, city council-wise. Uh, can we get you back on this month? Too easy. Yeah? Just let me know when. Too easy. That's what's up. City councilman, Richard Garrett, Ward 1, filling us in on what the hell's going on. Sidewalks, I'm excited for that. Oh, yeah. Plus, you'll see. You'll see walking uh, pedestrian bridges on Wilma Rudolph. <laughs> so you don't have to stand in that middle turning lane for 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Got a couple turnarounds come, or roundabouts coming, too. Ah. Yeah. We call those jug handles where I come from. <laughs> That's what they're called. They go, nice jugs. <laughs> Absolutely. Even Bay shook his head on that one. <laughs> I was just living my past. Casey, what did you learn on the show today? I learned where Ward 1 is. Cop out. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. You always ask me first. That was a. Uh, that's what you learned. Ward one. <laughs> yes, Finally. That's what I learned. <laughs> nice job, Casey Bryan, local Clarksville. 
Always Thanks. a pleasure having you on and the services that you provide, the locally owned businesses and the locally uh, the entrepreneurs of this area. Thanks. I'm going to record that. That was nice. Okay. Doesn't happen very often. Get out. <laughs> Richard Reason Garrett, city councilman. What did you learn this show today? Anything saying that for you? Um, I, well, I learned a little bit more about local Clarksville and, you know, that what they put into supporting our small businesses, which is always important and near and dear to my heart. Great, great. Everyone's patting themselves on the back. Great. Mm. <laughs> Did you do that because she gave you a shout out? Well, no, that's, that's genuine, you Damn. know. You're just jealous that we didn't give you a shout out. Ben, I learned learn? that Joe <laughs> likes to... Shit's Creek. Poop his yeah. pants. <laughs> Joe likes to shark. Nah, it was a while ago, at least two months. <laughs> Bay, what did you learn the show today? No. Don't sit in Joe's seat. Mm-mm, leftovers. Don't take nobody yeah. leftovers. Yeah, take with it your easy. Hand. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I get eating with your hands, but only if you got to get first of all group permission if you're going to be eating with your hands out of the thing. Okay, that that's really the thing. Like we got a thing of fried calamar, all right, and there's an understanding that we could pick at it, but you got to have that understanding first, or else you might get stabbed. Right. <laughs> nice. Uh, I learned that, uh, man, it was a long vacation. <laughs> but it's good to be back, and uh, thank you for allowing us, enabling us to have a conversation. And I look forward to the next one here on the, uh, the Joe Padula Show, where America goes to party with a purpose. Absolutely. It's the Joe Padula Show, Clarksville's conversation. Absolutely.